מתהפך, הכולת תודה, מצווה גדולה, להיות נשיאת תמיד, ‫תודה על האמונה שאתה נותן לנו, תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך. על האמונה שאתה נותן לנו, איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם. כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם. כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך. על כל תודה שאני זוכה לומר לך, תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך. על כל תודה שאני זוכה לומר לך. States of America, you know, it's, it's from the top to the bottom, basically, historically, cold weather, and uh, this is one of the global warming uh, alerts, yes, Shabbat Tov, and Chodesh Tov, Mishinichnas Adar Marbim Besimcha, and really we just, we are trying to make the Simcha and put it together in a context that uh, we are here. Jared Radio, jaredradio.com, Jared Radio on the app, Jared Radio on the phone, Jared Radio on the every place, you know, on the media, the, uh, you know, Naki Radio, all this stuff. And here the album in name, but you know, just okay, let me try to repeat numbers, you know, 718 
1046 and 712-432-4217 Israel number 079-574-2029 Israel number 079-574-2029 United Kingdom, Kingdom is 033 336 week it will get warm and I know it will get warm and it will be uh, easy to all of us right but you know that's it's one of these days that uh, really freezing outside and Baruch Hashem we are here we are here and uh, this show is Arba Minim the four of a kind and we just uh, as usually we're starting up Leilu uh, Nishma Nishma all the people you know that uh, need it uh, I know that we all have some friends that unfortunately were lost. Uh, and uh, so I said, uh, if they say Kaddish for them and not say Kaddish for them, and especially Lady uh, Bluma Bat Rabbi Yaakov, Rachel Bat Shafika, and Rachel Bat Sara, Gracia Bat Sumbul. And uh, what else? What else? I'm just uh, Israel Alter Ben Reisla. We <coughs> and always oh, said okay, and we're starting also with Refuah Shlema, Refuah Nefesh, Refuah Guf to all the people that seek. And Tuna um, Fortena by uh, but Mir uh, oh, and also uh, and but Marcel Miriam. And Victor Hiel Ben Shaba, Gabriel Gabi Moshe Ben Bluma, Fan Shemar, Fatanefesh, Fataguf, the Kolholea Moisrael, Mazeltov to all the people that celebrate, you know, not engagement, whatever, just right, is the time of parties, and you have also Mazeltov to. There's a Tuni and Ben Zaken and Zaken family, the Nugrian, Nugrian and Ashkenazi for the new ba- babies, and uh, who else? Who else? Right now, Shmuel, Shmuel uh, as the wedding last week. Oh, no, I have only Bismachot, only Bismachot. I would say we are here, Alba Minim, the fourth kind. The show they're trying to put some perspective and uh, looking about what is the Torah is all about and the segment of the Torah. The, this week is Mishpatim, laws, and it's amazing to see that how the Torah somehow from last week the the Parashat Titro, the, the highly spiritual event, you know, the, the, the event of the Jewish nation, I would say. They, they're accepting the, the Torah from Mount Sinai and Aserta Dibot and so spiritually, so amazingly. And everybody's after the, the Etziat Mitzrayim, they went, left Egypt, 
And now is the time that basically from this, this spiritual Kadosh Baruch Hu, God is basically telling us, you know, now my dear children, I have a mission for you. You cannot stay all time, all day in this spiritual place. We're starting teaching you how to be after each other. And this is basically this parasha, this segment of the Torah, telling us how to be after each other, to each others and to ourselves. And it's starting with a slave, basically. Somebody purchase a slave, you know, and it's not a regular slave, you know. It's a person, basically, that he somehow found himself in a debt, terms of in trouble, tours, why, and this is the, the and you have, and you're going to buy him, to basically to save him. But when you purchase him, you buy him. You blame us in, in act. Basically, you are buying to you a master. You have one pillow, you have to share, you have to give me, to give him this pillow. You have one mattress, he has to sleep on a mattress, you have to sleep on the floor. It's, um, you know, this concept is the unbelievable human behave and why. And, and beside this, you're going to bring to your, to your house a person that probably messed up in his life. You know, it's, maybe he's told he didn't have the money to bring back. Or he, he didn't manage his uh, lifestyle, and he reached a point that he cannot he cannot even pay his debt and all this stuff. And you basically you put in this creature, this person, in your house, and you have to be able to, to, to treat him in the most dignity. And if you have one, as I said, one mattress, one pillow, you have to give him. You have to give him fruit, you have to give him to the, and after you finish the day, you have to pay him. What kind of idea, you know, the Torah is teaching us here? That sounds, sounds very, very peculiar, very strange. And uh, our sages state, like, no, no, it's not so strange. It's very, very uh, well to do with our behavior. And it's what is meaning. Because we are guarantor of each one of us. Every Jewish is a guarantor of the other person. He wouldn't, he didn't have the, the opportunity to help him before he become this kind of person. You ignored him when he was in a problem and in a difficulty. You just basically let it, let him go down and down, and that's what he reached point. And this is basically kind of punishment to the people, to all of us. We stop, you know, looking at ourselves, especially in our generation, the I generation, the generation that don't care from other people. And the Torah to Shab coming to us said, listen, you are going to get him in our terms, in the Torah terms, not in your terms. You have to take him, feed him, Give him the opportunity to rehab and then we listen. What a concept. I'm telling you. And uh, you know, today in our in our society, what you're doing with the criminals or people that falling you, know, you either you punish them, you don't tell them, you know, 
uh, you put them in a jail, you, and then in jail they become like better, better stealer, better crooks. They learn all in the university of the crooks over there, and they're coming out with more experience instead to come and tell us to come and teach us, uh, teach them, and teach us how to behave. And it's not mean that I'm just naive and I said, you know, I take this approach of the lefties. And definitely not. Definitely not because you have to take a BR and the Torah also obligates us. To be out you have to basically distinguish the evil from your society. So it's not contradict. It's basically we have to see each case and not like today what we see here and especially in the in the lefties uh, society that you release without even checking you just put criminal in the street that's not the idea that's not the idea is to have the chance and I, I would say that the prisoner reform that is very important but you have to check each case and each risk you cannot just release open the doors and go this and this is the Torah this is our Torah it's amazing to, to see and the Torah is define all this uh, situation you know you cannot get it you know this uh, and re release whatever you want we we talking about you know this the, the conf the, the huge huge difference between the spiritual and the physical right now we're coming to the situation that each of us has the obligation and to learn how to behave and beside this the, 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 our Chachamim, our sages, basically telling, okay, you know what? After six years, you basically you release him to a freedom. And Aben uh, Hishchai and all these our great greats, Chafetz Chaim, they said that basically the six years, if somebody is controlled, is and Ben Hishchai did it in his life, he was. Fasting from Shabbat to Shabbat. Every year, he fast from Motzei Shabbat to Friday night. What he called Tzom Afsaka. And for six years. By doing it, basically, he cancelled his evil creation, Yetzirah. He doesn't. He doesn't have it anymore. And Bashvi, it's a And this is like uh, he walked all the six years. And Chafetz uh, Chaim said, the six is symbolized the sixty years. And in the seventies, you're already basically free. And if you did in the sixty years, the right things all is your all your life. In the seventies, you are basically a free man. What if free men? It's not free men from the Torah. It's what? It is not such a thing. If it's free from Yetzirah, and you are basically coming to a different world and level of spirituality. We we see today that we are coming to a point, you know, you see oh, in this segment of the Torah that a person coming and it's his friend and he damaged him basically he caused him a damage broke his hand broke his leg this 
and he has to pay. He has to pay. He has to pay the the the, the price for the doctor, price for for what is sitting over there in the house. What is all this damage? This is this is amazing. We're talking we're talking about Torah, our information and the, the book of information, the book of instruction, telling us how to behave to each other. A person eat his slave and cause him damage. The slave is going free. You cannot you cannot just be abuser uh, abuse uh, a, a master. Though I cannot accept it. We have to to learn, and you know that it's amazing. To, people don't understand this. I'm telling you, people think that oh, this with all the modern life and everything, the Torah is so accurate and so precise about the human behave. And beside this, we're looking around, and many times, many times we're coming to conclusion to situation that oh. It's not me, it's not, it's somebody else's fault, it's, it's the guy that attacked me, it's the he, she, or he, it's, it's not my fault. Every time it's like this, you know, I'm telling you, and basically when we're talking about winners or no winners, and Rabbi Nachman said that the winner ate the truth. And think about it, it's so deep meaning, you know, somebody want to win, it will take everything doesn't matter, he will step on the truth just to come to be a winner and we see it daily, every day we see it can people just, you know can talk high and doing exactly the opposite just to be the winner just to be right, so called right in their eyes, nobody taking a responsibility to them to the, you know, to, upon their act and we see it, you know, I don't want to say now so many examples, but something that, you know, we take, uh, for example, when you take a stick and eat a dog, the dog do basically doesn't jump on you, it jump on the stick. And we don't understand, or we, very few of us understand that this stick is eaten by uh, someone and God is basically, is, is the one that basically sending everything, every punishment or every cause in our life. And you cannot ignore that everything is by control of the Master of Universe. And it's no such a coincidence. Some Mikre, you know, in Hebrew I write Mikre, if Mem Kufresh A. As karame Hashem is happened from Hashem, no such a thing. You know the the the, the nature. There's no such a thing. Nature is nature is God is control the nature. You know we're talking about so many things. You know that suddenly that then you see that the nature basically fix itself, causing you know coming back. You know people talk about the ozone layer that is gone, and suddenly with nobody talking about it anymore because. The ozone layer starting to be closed by itself. I talk about all this global warming, all this. It's a cycle. Kadosh Baruch Hu is running the show. We're talking about this virus. And talking about this virus. And the virus is, you know, 
I know that I repeat myself so many times, people that listen, but you're talking and take the virus and write it in Hebrew, and you see that it's no coincidence. The name, everything. The corona, you write it in Kufreshnun A, it basically is signal from Hashem. Karen Hashem. You write the COVID. How coincidence it can be that COVID is Kvodi, my honor. My honor. 19 is the, the, the 19 bless, blessing that our Chachamim added to our prayers because the, a lot of people disrespect the Almighty. And this is the blessing that for is, and this is something that we, we have to see it. It's, it's amazing. We, we look at this and above all, where is the location of this blessing and this prayer? The place, the place of this of this blessing, blessing is in the crown, in the corona. If it's coincidence, no way. Names, everything, location. You know, I know that I, I spoke about it and looking around. You know what? What is what is the, the way of a kadosh baruch Hu running the show? You have to be blind, not to see it. And unfortunately, some people want to be blind. I don't want to, 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 to trust and to see the Kadosh Baruch Hu. And I know they spoke about it in Parashat and Bashalach, about the Emunah. What is the Emunah in Hebrew? What do you mean the Emunah? We call it, in translate to English, is faith or belief. But it's not the translation, the Israeli translation of Emunah is reliability. It's something that... It's happened. It's something that it's real. It's something that from the word Amin. This is the cause of Emuna. Not, not something that you're guessing, you believe, I know. It's something that you see it in your eyes. You feel it and you're born. You see, you know, what happened to you every single moment. I'm telling you, it's something that's amazing. You get up in the morning. You open the faucet, you take the open, you put your water on your fingers, you feel the wetness. What is it? What is this? It's the end of Kadosh Baruch Hu, the end of God Almighty. And you can say evolution, revolution, all this stuff, that's supposed to be the opposite. The evolution will cause us to go the reverse because, you know, the end of evolution is the strongest that they're basically taking over. And how come this the weak person, the weakest animal that depends on so much, basically control the world? How come? Oh, it's possible. You know that you're taking taking the baby of of, uh, of any animal in a, in the first second, basically when they get out, they they basically like independent creatures, almost. Taking a baby of of a human nature. The human is taking years to be adults. To be the, by the evolutionary theory, it has to be extinct a long time ago. Long, long time ago. How it's possible? Anyway, we're coming to this, uh, and I, I want to, to share with you know some story that uh, you know the Benishchai telling you, telling us, and it's many, many story about. The 
the, what you, the control of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in our life. And our, it's a very, very well story, uh, a famous story that happened in Yerushalayim in the beginning of the century. It was a, a very uh, famous carpenter. His name was Abraham. He was very well known as the honest carpenter and a very wealthy guy, you know, because everybody loved his jobs. He was honest. He didn't uh, cheat people. Everything what he did it was you know, in, in the right way and the right job. So he was wealthy. He was wealthy in those days. And he had a nice shop. And uh, it's a shop. And one day, basically, this Avam, uh, one day he had to, to, to go to some wedding out of the Yerushalayim. And uh, he left the house. He come back. He found that somebody, some robber, come and basically stole all his gold, all his money. And those days, used people to put the, the, their money uh, as a gold coin, gold coin, and this gold coin was uh, hiding under the ground. Somebody that knew or was, you know, a professional robber, he took all the, you know, the the sack, the bag, full of gold of gold of golden coin, and disappeared. And you know that now, this Avam come home. And he found this. He said, okay, Hashem Natan, Hashem Lakach, God gives, God gives. In the meantime, this guy that stole the money, he knew that if he will stay in Yerushalayim, they will catch him very quickly because everybody loved uh, 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 the, 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 the carpenter. And he ran away. He ran away to, to the, you know, the desert and go to the direction of uh, En Gedi. It's, it's quite a few hours walking over there. And, you know, it's also downhill. And he, he ran away, he ran away at night time, you know, and in the morning he come. And it becomes so exhausting, you know, and basically dehydrated. And he fall down and basically died. Died, the money next to him. As it, and around this neighborhood was, uh, this desert was a living guy. His name is was Ephraim. Ephraim was a young bachelor guy. He was run, wandering around in the desert, basically. And he saw this man. In the beginning, he thought he fainted or something. He tried to, to wake him up, trying to. He saw in the end, he saw that he said he, he dead. He basically, dig or dig the grave and uh, put him uh, and bury him. He saw the money, he saw this golden crystal. Well, he said, okay, I have now I'm found something. I don't know his belong, no sign, nothing. And he took it, he took it. He took it, and the way to onto his house, he basically said, that if I go now to the house, uh, to my home, I'm not going to, nobody will ask me questions like this, so let me hide it in a, he found a tree, a solid tree, oak tree, and he put it inside and sealed it so nobody can see it. And left. He went to his father, to, to, uh, 
parents' house, basically. And he found that his uh, father is very sick. He stay over there, and unfortunately, the father died. The father, the father passed away, so he had to sit shiva. During the shiva was a huge, huge storm. And uh, I don't know if you know um, the desert, Midbar Yehuda, and uh, basically all the Israel, the Negev, everything. When you have a huge storm and wind, you have a huge floods. And by by this flood and the storm, this tree was basically uproot and slide down to the direction of uh, Yama Melach. And a guy walking over there, he found this nice solid tree. I said, I can make money on this and take it to a carpenter. A carpenter. Carpenter, you can use this nice solid log. So he take it to Yerushalayim. I take it to Yerushalayim because he knew that the only one that can be giving the right price and not cheating and going all this, it was be it will be the Avram Carpenter. So he went to Avram the Carpenter, showed him the the, the log, and Avram took it immediately, paid the right money, and the guy left. Is Abraham basically starting basically split this log to create to create it boards to to use it. As I open it, suddenly a gold coin start falling apart, falling down, and he realized basically this is his bag with all the coin. Or so I said, yeah, this is, and this is something that we I tell you. I and many people that Ed's problem knows that kosher money, money that you earn it for honesty, is never going to, lo- to be lose. Never. And I, I remember, I tell you, I remember why I'm saying it because I had, I had some incident and one time, it was like a few years ago, it was really freezing day, almost like today. And I I went to purchase uh, some uh, material for for one of my jobs. And I had two basically full uh, wagons of from you know the 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 Lowe's uh, big cart, you know with all the lumbers and all this stuff like really a few thousand dollars material on top of them. And I I I took one. I start upload it to to the truck and I was so freezing and I really get into the truck I close the door and start driving away and I forgot all about that you have the second card <laughs> full of material in the way and I'm, I'm come to the jobs and I see what what happened and I forgot the truck there's another another card over there I said wow so now it's outside it's no, everybody can take it and go put, upload it to, to, to their truck and just disappear. I almost was Mithyash, but you know, I, I remember that, they, I remember that kosher money is never get lost. So you know what, let me call the guy. And I had, I had the phone numbers of this, of the store, Lowe's. I called the Lowe's and I said, uh, I remember I spoke with one guy, Tommy. I said, Tommy, did you see a, a wagon outside? 
load card or load with material he said he told me Nisim, don't worry it's inside somebody somebody saw it outside and figured that somebody forgot about it because it was cold and put it inside come so I, I, I went back and I took it this is beside the story <laughs> that's but it's amazing to see that things happen to us and many times we said uh, oh I lost it or this it something either was kapara but uh, most of the times you see that the money is going to be back to you in a different or in the same way that you lost it anyway this guy Ephraim get out from the Shiva and I said and he said you know what okay now I have money outside maybe I can do something with this and he went out to find a tree and no tree no tree I said, you know what, okay, Hashem Natan, Hashem Lakach, God gave, God took it. Now he's, he's orphan, he's going to look for a job. That in, in Gedi, no job, he said, you know what, let me go to Yerushalayim. I am good with my hand, I am very handy, I can find some job. He went to Yerushalayim, he asked about people around, and the, you know, that need some people, and said people, the, people told him, you know, the best employer, it's basically Avraham. If you need somebody, go to him, ask him. He went to Avraham, the carpenter, yes, he listen, I'm, I'm looking for a job. I need a job, very important. I need, I need the money. I'm young, I'm good. To the Avraham, the carpenter said, you know what? Okay, start with me. I'll teach you, be an apprentice, and uh, I'll teach you how to work. And you know, so they starting working over there. And if I'm, you know, telling you, know, you know, what is a kadosh baruch? What God is? Is how God is good? And he told him about the story about the tree, about the gold. And Ephraim almost fainted. He said, you know, tell me, it was in this kind of tree as was sealed. This said Avram said, how do you know? How do you know about it? So Avram told him, Ephraim told him exactly what happened. That he saw the person that died and he buried him and all. So this Avram was also, he said, he's so appreciate. You know, Ephraim, I want to give you some part of this money because without you, I wouldn't get the money back. He said, no, 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 it's belong to you. Kadosh Baruch Hu gave you this money back. And I don't want to take nothing. And they can keep working, we can work together a few, few months later. Uh, Avraham's son basically uh, get married and everybody was prepared the wedding and the five said you know it's a good excuse now a good time to take a, uh, a week vacation it was also Sheva Bachot in those days the Sheva Bachot was like seven days full time people was celebrating and uh, the, with the Chatan I take this seven days vacation and go to visit my mother to bring my family in and Gedi and go so Avraham found this a good reason now a good excuse to give him back money he told his wife please bake a beautiful challah and put inside the golden coins and giving when he will take this challah to his house when he open it you find the gold he cannot refuse he just and that's what he did and he gave me to give he gave he gave to his, his wife 
bake the challah, put the money inside, bake the challah, and give it to Ephraim, and Ephraim said, you know, Ephraim, this is to your way, go, give it to your mother, eat over there, enjoy, it's beautiful challah, smell delicious, taste delicious, okay, and Ephraim starting going, and I'll take it, say, thank you, thank you, and then he's working, as he walk out, in those days, we had like, the, in Yerushalayim, had like a keeper, you know, in the gates, kind of policemen, uh, gatekeepers and this gatekeeper was asked fine what what are you doing where are you going home oh I take vacation I have this I said I smell such a good smell from this hala can you sell it to for, for me I said okay you know what instead to carry uh, this every hala I'll take I'll take the money I'll buy and, and get this some hala other hala and this guy, the keeper, said, you know, this is a perfect present now to the wedding of Abraham's son. Because, you know, in those days, when you come to Hatuna, you didn't give checks or you didn't give money, you know, all this stuff. You brought food and shared it was all together. And this such a, was such a beautiful challah. He said, this is perfect for the Sheva Brachot, for the Hatan. This is the Chala. And Ephraim left to his parent, to his uh, mother's house. In the meantime, in the night, everybody celebrated the, Shev- the Chatona and the Sheva Bachot. And this guy, the gatekeeper, brought this Chala. As, Ephraim, as Abraham saw it, he almost fainted. And opened, and suddenly all the money is getting out. And said, You cannot, this, as you, you cannot. Resist it, you know, the money is belong. Avraham is not, not no, nobody else can take it for him. He earned it with honesty. He earned it with kosher. Nobody can take it. You know, they finish the seven days. And if I come back to start working with Avraham, and Avraham asked him, listen, Ephraim, what you did with the challah? So Ephraim told him, listen, the guy from the gate, I uh, wanted it so much, I didn't want to be machshel with uh, Baltachmot, so I said, you know what, take it, and he gave me some money, and I, I, I continue. So I told him the story, that he put money, and said, but I really wanted to give you the money. He said, you cannot give me, the, you're not going to give me the money, I'm not taking. You know, the end of this story, basically, is that he married his daughter of Abraham, but this is this is the happy ending. But I'm, I want the story is not because the happy ending or because this the story is become to show us that every single moment in our life, God is watching us, God giving us what we deserve, and we have the the ability to get it, and to understand this coming as a present from God, or is punishment from God. We doing things stuff that is not belong to us. We'll get it out. And it doesn't matter. We're thinking that we are smart. We're thinking we did it. And that's exactly what happened today in our world. That's really what example, what happened in our world. People don't understand that God is watching us, but now under the microscope. It's impossible to continue with this kind of morality in this world. 
the morality is under you know you can you cannot even imagine what kind of morality because you you do whatever you see, you do you do whatever you want when you have a birth certificate that you have you have different genders and others and not others and a mice and a cat and a dolphin you can you can put what you say what you want and you can marry whatever you want you can be with who you want and this is the world even the animal don't be behave like this and it's remind me and I know that I spoke about it and talking about it it's take me back to the time of the flood and the earth when Noah the ark of Noah everybody know the story after this we had the story of the people that basically wanted to fight God called the Babylon Tower and you open the Bible and you see and these people those people were so smart unbelievable spiritual people and where they build the tower they build the tower in the valley oh yeah the question like this why you build the tower in the valley you want to fight the event you build the tower in the mountains right it sounds down logic for our logic you know but it's not the point. The point here that they basically didn't want to fight God. They told God, your rules, your laws is not for us. They are in the heaven, up. We are not angels. We are not. We are human. We can do whatever we want. Not only this, we found a new materials. That the Torah is basically... Um, witnesses us and telling us that they found basically how to create the brick but not it's not the, the red brick it's the white brick and the white brick how they did it and what is the element the basic element of the brick of this brick is the silicate silicate basically the kind of sand and they tell God Right now, we uh, found a way how to get your laws out. Leave us alone. You stay up. And this God say, you know what? I'm sorry to tell you I'm pushing the button. I mix you up. I put you in a kind of bugs on your brain. And you're changing all the languages and changing all this. And all these viruses basically that coming to your brain basically change everything. And we're talking about today, and it's no coincidence that the major leaders of these ideas, God stay out of us, and we will run the show, is a tech companies. And where the location? In the Silicon Valley. Amazingly. Really amazingly. I just I, I cannot you know uh, uh, express my my ideas on so much like this correlation of this, and we people thinking that God will let us continue to this to to this kind of behave, this kind of acceptance that they do whatever you want. To just take the Bible and said you know this we don't need this book of discrimination this. The creator that create us knows the better for us.
and that's why it put here yeah, this kind of virus you know and it's not the, it's not the end it will be much more until people realize that the only one that control the world is the almighty and I, I just you know I'm saying that because it's really important to realize that you know after so many years of being in the other side and thinking that I can do whatever I want I can see what I can act like the animals I can do whatever suddenly I had the privilege or I had the merits to open my eyes and see how wrong I was it's not easy it's not easy to admit it's really something that very tough especially an old person that to tell me that he was in the wrong, wrong truck the other side of the of of the fence and I, I'm, I'm really I'm saying that I'm really regret many many things that I did in my life and uh, I act very stupid I act more than animals and I know that uh, we we have a, but we have a chance really have a chance open our eyes and see what happened see you know right now I see that God basically preventing most of us to see the truth preventing it, it doesn't let us it's like what happened in with power with other people you know that the ego and this didn't let them to come and admit that they are wrong and it's all history this people lost everything and above all and you see that people that call on themselves you know Jewish and stuff like this exactly acting exactly the opposite of the Jewish way the born Jewish but nothing to do with Judaism nothing unfortunately I would say that as Rabbi Miller said is a sifting process and as we know that in Egypt only 20% of the Jewish was le left Egypt the rest of the basically evaporate we see all our time every generation we losing a lot of people because of this because people don't read don't see and don't want to see and to look to look our history and the perspective is really perspective of the Torah without the Torah every time that we left we had the punishment we had something that causing us trouble look open every single book every single history since Israel exists the Israelite I'm sorry, the Jewish nation the Jewish nations that accepted the Torah from Mount Sinai about 3400 years ago what happened every time that we left this Torah we get punished and it's not because God ate us it's the opposite because God loves us because he wants us to be the right children the right the perfect match it's not something that you know we, when, when I'm talking about you know you know you see the kids in the street that is not your kid you don't care what he's doing 
Okay, do whatever you want. You want to drink drugs, do drugs. You want to go steal, go there. It's not your kid. You don't care about it. But when it's your kid and doing stupid stuff, you will be very upset. And sometimes even use some force just to put him back. Sometimes, I mean, I know, unfortunately, I know quite a few people that send their kids to rehab. And the rehab is a place that's very tough. They tie you up over there, they close you in the rooms, or whatever, just to get to clean up the, the, the detox you physical. And this, this boy, this girl, in this moment, suffer a lot and ate the parents and they cannot stand it but this done only for their benefit and this is exactly the situation by us today in America and you know, all in all over the world is the, the assimilation is like 72 to 78 percent people that born Jews don't know what it means to be Jewish you know, when you see this kind of like Schumer, Sander, Sheep, Nadler, all these people, they don't, you know, they don't have a clue what it means to be a Jew. They, they, you know, because they are just political. Medad, they are basically, Eldadu Medad, these the people that are causing all this trouble. And he can say, oh, it's not nice to be this crime. But nobody. The Jewish religious is the most liberal. Uh, the most, I would say, the most consider, consider another human. How to, be, how to behave. You know, when you're talking about any place in the world, the Jewish world, that people was dealing with human rights, who was the leaders? The Jewish. In the 60s year, who was the leader of the black movement over there? Jewish, who was lynched in Mississippi, a Jewish person, that coming to help the black people, who fight with the black, Jewish. But you have to put yourself on the right track. You know what to define what is really good and bad, to define that that when you are moving from the Torah, Agdoshah, you're losing everything, you're losing your morality. You become like a person that basically claim that uh, capital punishment is not humane and in the meantime you murder babies in the womb of the mother in the nine months. A full figure. This is what thinks. You come you come handicap on your brain. You don't see that you don't want to see the truth because you are basically leading by stupidity and ignorance about life. We're really coming now to the month of Adar and really we want to finish here to conclude the show with happiness and something that really are uh, caring about uh, about Amisrael. And while wow, the time is flying and I will just, you know, let's put some uh, I don't know one second. Just want to see. 
Okay, let's put some uh, music. I don't know what is against me. Let's see what is this. <laughs> I'm not so familiar with him, uh, um, poem music, but uh, let's put some uh, Chinese soda. Let's see what is. No, one second. Let's looking looking for. Okay, looking for Akashvaraj. Okay, let's see what is this. Okay, I want number in Brighton. What? What state? New York. In Brighton? New York, I know for sure. Everything, yeah, in Brighton, New York. I'm sorry, the phone you're using is not eligible for the Brighton, New York area. The phone I'm using, I don't have another phone. I, what I, I can do, I, I need to call information for my friend. Okay, well, I can tell you the area code for Brighton. You know, is it Franklin County or Monroe County? No, no. Which is it? Shushan County. I don't know. It's Brighton. Shushan County, I think. In Brooklyn. Brooklyn. You have it Brooklyn? Brooklyn, New York? Okay. I oh, you have it Brooklyn. Thank you very much, Esther. What's listing in Brooklyn? I need it. I need it number to Piachem Ochem Shesh Shushan Habira Street in Brighton Beach. Do you need name from person? I need the last name. Oh, the first name is Akashverosh. And and the last name it is Schwanznowski. You have it? You have to spell the last name for me. I spell both for you because I don't want no problem. I'm in America maybe two years before I was in Shushan Habira. Now I need it. I spell for you everything. A. What? Okay. Spell the last name for me. Oh, okay. The last name S, like in Shushan. Yes, you have it. S like Susan. No, 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 Shushan. I am sorry, maybe my phone. Shushan, H, like Shushan, H, V, O, N, I, Z, I, N, O, F, Ski. Okay, one moment, sir. I'm going to give you a supervisor, okay? Oh, I love it. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да
Schwanznowski. Maybe the first name helped because the other girl she don't know.
I don't know. I you have so many sides. I know that I, I don't. Mishnechnas Adar Marbim Besimcha, and you know, but that so many. feeling about it and I see that uh, we are in, in the edge of, uh, you know, I don't want to say that, but really I want to see the, to talk about some res responsibility of our educator and our kids and what's going on to be improving. 